0: dangle bangers it's your girl Timo and mandy and we dangly dangling dangle bangers it's episode 28 mandy what you been up to or what you been doing
1: <laughs> girl um what have i been doing i don't know girl i just fuck like i just been adulting or whatever oh you know what last week was pretty busy i had some photo shoots and stuff like that Um, shout out to one of my line sisters. She finessed and got me a good old gig. So, so yeah, so I did that. I got to hang out with my mom because her birthday was, um, with July 13th so we um she likes to go to casino so we went to the casino they opened up like the first phase in Charlotte or whatever mm-hmm. um and your yes, girl won miss Valerie hi girl and so um I won like $500 so I was excited about that
0: rich and, and I just checked my account turns out I'm rich I'm rich I'm
1: rich bitches I had got up to 789 but you know of course I dwindled it down but look I was still happy about it 500 okay <sighs>
0: I'm proud of you, sis. Yeah. So this body, what about you? Henny. I have been on the struggle bus, okay? And this is me about to call out who? Susie. Mm. One of my (laughs) one of our Neos, one of our sorority sisters, Alicia. Let me go ahead and call out her whole situation. So she is a personal trainer. And y'all, I don't even know if I've ever talked about my fitness journey on here, but your girl, like I go through this, I don't know, what is it? Every year or so, Mandy, sometimes (laughs) (laughs) too, where I just be like, oh, I'm such a fat slop. I have to work out. I have to get in shape. There was one point when I had got so serious about it. I made a whole fitness Instagram and was doing the most. I was doing CrossFit, everything. But anyway, I fell off. And then, you know, during the panorama, well, when it was thick, because I, I, I can't even say that because it's thick now. But anyway, at the beginning of the panorama, I'll say, I really wasn't doing nothing but eating and lurking, even though it was prime opportunity for me to do some homework as I did. But anyway, long story short, I see Susie posting on her Insta That her and her other personal trainers, the group are doing a fitness challenge and it's for eight weeks. And I'm like, oh, this is my moment. Okay. Like, (laughs) let me get back into the swing of things because I'm starting to feel a little pudgy again. Let me, you know, do this fitness challenge. So I signed up for the fitness challenge hype. They fitness challenge, they give you a meal plan, they give you, and they give you um, workouts. Matter of fact, I might as well go ahead and give them a shout out. It's called E2M Fitness, Eager to Motivate. Go ahead and look them up on Facebook, look them up. Google them and join the movement. But anyway, a part of this challenge, y'all, you got to drink a gallon of water a day. Ooh, child. Mm. <laughs> the way that my bladder is set up, it's the struggle. Like, honestly, to be honest, like the first week or so, of course, because it's like low carb, no sugar. So the, the diet is pretty strict. Um, but once you get used to that, it's more of the water, <laughs> the water. So I'm telling y'all this whole story is because I've been drinking my water. So I'm probably not going to make it through this episode without having to go to pee. So just, just let you know, that's what's going to be happening. But anyway, I'm excited about that. Um, I do feel like I have more energy, but it has been a struggle. I haven't done everything all the way correct every day. You know, I'm, you know, I'm trying. A work in progress. A work in progress. But you know, it just feels good to be doing something, you know, something different. Moving yeah. around a little bit. And I have already seen
1: some weight loss. So, hey. Hey. Shout out aye. to Susie! I'm laughing at the fact that you recommended her Facebook page like you a boomer. Baby, what? <laughs> Check them out on Facebook. Whatever. Because that's where we be.
0: At. <laughs> we be on Instagram, hope. Yo, I'm dead Anyways, I'm just talking about the fitness page They do have a huge fitness page On Facebook Actually, the group that we're in, it has 55,000 members So, boom, Facebook groups Okay oh, oh. <laughs> Okay Look, talking about, talk about the social medias You know, the medias is always talking about something <laughs> And we have been in conversation um, Just about Stuff that we do And really don't think about and then stuff that we do and don't think about. But if somebody else doesn't think about, it's a problem. You know that, does that make sense? What yeah. I realize is like, <laughs> you know, I do stuff, don't even think about Like, that's just how it's supposed to
1: go. But then I
0: notice somebody else don't do that. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what y'all? What's
1: up? <laughs> yeah, honey. Because Twitter, like, people just be, they struggle with things that I just Take for granted, you know, just like correct. Just like on Twitter the other day, it was this whole discussion about. So you know, first it was, do y'all use washcloths? Then it was, do y'all wash oh. your legs? Right. Well, <laughs> things that we just thought were normal was, you know, using soap. But this one lady commented yesterday and was like, my husband ha my husband hasn't used soap in two years, and he wow. doesn't smell excuse excuse me i ain't see this one excuse oh, me oh honey yeah let me see if i can find it but yeah y'all was showing out <sighs> real bad like excuse me ma'am why did you put your husband out there like that right that's the first thing that's the, that's the first thing you yeah. didn't even have to do him like that yeah i was like hmm, i don't think you should have talked about it that
0: Right. It's stuff like that, because it's like you don't even think about it. I would never think like, oh, yeah, there's somebody who's taking showers and not using soap. You know, it's, it's, it's like you're just supposed to do the unwritten rule. <laughs> Correct. Stuff you just supposed to do. And when you hear that somebody isn't doing it and it's like, you know, we're not trying to say, oh, judgment bashing. People do the stuff different, but it just throws you for a loop. Like, what you mean you ain't using soap, bruh? I Cause like it. I know how I know how water work. I know how sweat work. I know how cracks
1: and crevices work. I know how funk work too. So okay, <laughs> this is how it started. On July twenty seven, CNN tweeted: Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said that they don't believe in bathing their kids or themselves too much. And then they put quote: If you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Kutcher said, otherwise there's no point. So a lady. Had commented and was like, My husband has literally not used soap in over two years.
0: Oh, wow. Just because? Like, does he have an allergy?
1: Like, what? Why? Girl, they don't have to have no reason. They just, I guess they just get in the water and just be like, Okay, I'm good, honey. And then, and so when she put, My husband, you know, don't use soap or whatever they was like you know it's kind of like how when somebody um has a cat and they have a litter box and they're like oh no i my cat doesn't smell and then somebody else comes in the house and it smells like ammonia trash right just because you can't smell him doesn't mean that he don't stink okay boo you need to get an outside opinion because he probably is a little musty a little tart you know what i mean right like what is y'all friend saying like well this is my next question do he wear cologne girl if you ain't using soap I definitely don't expect you to use no cologne do you is you putting on deodorant like which one is he which, which fight are we fighting here somebody need to send him to HR cause he probably a problem <laughs> <laughs> okay no <laughs> it's a no it's a no
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's, but see, so yeah, so this is what we talk about. This is the whole episode. We just about to talk about stuff that we just thought was unwritten, real stuff that you just, you just, you just know to do. But, you know, that's, we find it out. Maybe not. Apparently it's not. Maybe not, but maybe not. But we about to see. We about okay. to see. So, I don't know if we was talking about it. Since we was on the shower, I was thinking about this. And I don't know if it's an unwritten rule. Again, it's just about, like, differences. And I don't know if we talked about this before. But me and you was talking about this the other day about not everybody's a washcloth. Mm-hmm.
1: Did
0: we talk about this? Yeah. And I just really thought that was an unwritten rule. And it's not. Like, I just really thought that everybody, like, the washcloth, like, it's in the store. You know, it's sold as a set. Like, you can get a matching towel matching washcloth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they go together. So like, what? You ain't like, what you mean you ain't using the washcloth? So it's like, well, I mean, I guess if you ain't even using soap, I guess you wouldn't have a need to use the washcloth.
1: That's what I'm saying. Know. The bar is so low. The bar is in hell. Okay. So <laughs> this is what I thought about. Okay. So this dude on Twitter named Kirk Wright 79 he <laughs> wrote a tweet on July 28th and he said the way black people share lotion is one of my favorite things. Too mm. much too much lotion. We'll just wipe it on our friend's arm. I got too much use this. <laughs> and I felt that and that's an unwritten rule and right. and I can recall as a child when you done lotion up and you just walk up to somebody, because a lot of times she was using that Queen Helena lotion back in the day and it's oh, watery as hell. Did you
0: say to Queen Helena? I hate
1: you. Y'all know cocoa butter, brown top, beige uh, bottle. Yeah. And so you just came up to somebody and you just they just knew, like, hey, help. You know what I'm saying? It was an unwritten rule. You knew that. You knew you were supposed to help your fellow brother and sister out and rub that lotion off of them.
0: You really, you really, you really didn't like, and you don't have to say, you're right. It's just, it's not even any type of conversation. You don't even really got to make eye contact. You know, like if you Uh -uh. see a hand with lotion on it, I'm taking it. You know, it's just a, it's a smooth, almost like you exchanging money. Like whoosh. Let me slap that, <laughs> that lotion on, off you. And then what's funny about that is what happens? You'd have been in youth, they'd be like, oh, can I get a little bit more? And then you <laughs> you mess around and pull out too much. And then what? Pass it out to the next person. Correct. Okay. So it's the whole lotion train that can go down <laughs> with somebody
1: simply putting their hand out with the lotion. Correct.
0: correct.
1: It's just certain things you just like when somebody have it out there for you, you just do it. Just like I think about Another unwritten rule, if somebody offer you a piece of gum, take it. Right. They already done pulled it out. Oh, I don't want it.
0: Go ahead
1: and take the gum. Baby, your breath is musty, okay? <laughs> the breath is musty, okay? They were trying to tell you in a very nice way that your breath ain't right, okay? <laughs> take the gum, baby. Take it. That's honestly the
0: best way you can tell someone without telling someone that they breath is staying. And I think it's some people who don't understand it. Oh, no, I don't want it. No, baby, 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 baby. This is not a question. Maybe. This is a
1: need. Honey, this so... Is... And it's so funny you say that because I remember I had this family member. I think she got halitosis or whatever. God bless oh, her. Oh, Lord. Her Lord brother, you know, you, we all got one person. We know their breath just going to always be on fire. You know, it's just... Fire. Fireball. Fire. You know, like... <laughs> You just try not to get too close to them because you know they stomach gonna make you they gonna make your stomach hurt. It is what it is, right? So, anyways, this particular cousin, we was in a car, whatever, windows rolled up because it's cold outside. And so my cousin who always has fresh to death breath, she was like, Honey, that baby breath be crisp as fuck. You hear me? That shit be crisp. I ain't never seen her with no un- unfresh breath. You know, it's always it's always somebody who got you know, expired breath, and then there's always somebody with fresh breath. It's it's just how it is. That's just how it works, yeah. So my fresh to death breath cousin was like, "Hey, um, you want a piece of gum?" And so she offered it to everybody. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll take a piece of gum or whatever." So then the, the other cousin was like, "Nah." So about 20 minutes later, you know, the the fumes is permeating, you know, within oh the car. My God. I really hate you. And so my cousin had said again, hey, you want a piece of gum? And so, you know, my funky bro cousin was like, no, why you keep saying it? She said, well, you need it. You need it. Take the gum. (laughs) See? See,
0: that was their fault. They tried to be nice. They tried to be
1: nice. Yeah, she tried to be nice. You provoked her, bitch. Take the gum. Never decline a piece of gum. Never decline.
0: It's like I don't care how you feel about yourself. I'm telling you how we feeling about you, okay? Gum? Yeah. In, first of all, gum ain't free. If I Correct. got gum, it's for myself, okay? I don't even like. I'm the type of person who will put my hand in my pocketbook, okay, mm-hmm. and try to open, <laughs> try to make as little seed as possible. Pulling out my gum. Because when folks see that you got gum, oh, can I get a piece of gum? Can That's I get six a piece of gum?
1: pieces. That's six pieces right. gone right there. So if
0: I go out of my way. To share my gum with you, baby. You need it. Accept it. Accept it. And chew on it. And then make a different decision tomorrow with your teeth brushing
1: situation, okay? That's it. It's like, why are we going through this? I'm going to tell you, I got a coworker who had that pterodactyl breath. And honey, I'm so glad for these masks because the breath is finally gone, honey. At the, I'm telling you, she finally got that breath awareness. Look at it.
0: Yeah, because she had to smell it all day. Because to be honest, there was a couple times when I started second-guessing my breath- brushing skills in that mask. I was like, oh, Lord, what's going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? You in that mask all day. So I'm glad she had that moment because, baby, that was wrong.
1: Correct. So what you got?
0: Oh, my goodness. look! I don't even know where to go from there. We was talking about, uh, <laughs> Lord. Uh, I, well, I didn't go with another one that happened the other day since we talked about recent. So I was, I was somewhere, you know, out in the streets and someone was, um, they had took my bag or whatever, you know, I was putting it up and this character about put it on the floor.
1: Mm. Uh, mm. They ain't got no I home thought,
0: training. I thought everybody knew, everybody knew you're not supposed to put your bag on the floor. Like. I was so distraught. Maybe made me just want to leave. Like, what is you doing, you disrespectful bastard? <laughs> like, you, ain't got, you
1: ain't got no home training. How you just going to
0: put my whole bag?
1: Wow. And, you know, I don't
0: even carry big bags like that. You know, it wasn't going
1: to take up with so much room. Right. You carry them little, you know. Bite-sized bags. You know what so I'm saying?
0: By, exactly. Bite-sized bags with just enough for me to get in and get out. And y'all out here. To throw my bag on the ground. So again, like, how was that not taught? Because that was like instilled in me, an uh, unwritten rule. If I, anything, if my grandma, I ain't never seen my grandma put her bag on the floor. Never, never, ever, never, ever,
1: never ever. I'm dead. Okay, <laughs> never ever, never ever. And these yeah, folks exactly. right here being disrespectful. So yeah, was that an unwritten rule for you? Or was that just me? No, no, no. That's an unwritten. That's an unwritten rule. You don't put people personal, especially not a black woman. You know, if I put it on there myself, that's fine. But don't you do it for me. It's just disrespectful.
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm, Don't do it.
1: Wow. Folks are just (laughs) really acting up. Mm -mm. Okay. So one that I think we need to talk about is running in the house. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, I just think we need to talk about that. So, you know, um, I remember this one time I had a neighbor or whatever, and I had just got my wisdom teeth taken out. And she was like, uh, I was like, hey, ma'am, like, I just had surgery. Can you get your grandson to, you know, not run around in the house? And she was like, he can't help it or whatever. He's not good with sitting down or whatever. And I just looked at her like, Bitch, please. (laughs) That's the thing that the kids learn first. They learn that before they start talking and walking. Good. Okay. You sit your your ass down and you don't run in this house. Honey, I can't stand seeing kids run back and forth, run back and forth. Sit your asses down. This is the house. Getting your little dirt particles all up in the carpet. Sit down. I
0: think it goes be without
1: saying running hard. It be running hard. And honey, <laughs> another okay. thing on that is talking about noise and stuff. You know, one of my homegirls, she a little bit more suburban. I went to her house, she had went upstairs, honey. It felt I felt like she was throwing cinder blocks. Feet walking hard. You walk soft <laughs> in the house, she'll be Don't, 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 don't stomp in the yard. Nigga, what are you doing? Why is your feet so loud? You need to talk, you need to talk. I mean, walk softly. Please. Okay. You ain't never snuck out the house. You can't snuck out the house when you... Bro, what
0: is you doing? Yo, I cannot stand you, but for real. But listen, you talking about kids, why are their feet so heavy? So, here's my life now. Okay, y'all know I didn't move back. (laughs) Look, I didn't move to the house. Mm -hmm. And I I got a little brother. I live in the basement, so it's like a renovated, like a little apartment down here. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the house is upstairs. Boy, ye, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Raylan. Yeah, you're getting called out. Raylan, my hey, little brother. Raylan. I don't know what type of lit, le- I don't even know because he don't even be having on shoes. So I don't know what has crawled up in his feet that made him so heavy because he be upstairs playing the game or whatever. And I be feeling like he about to come through the ceiling. Not
1: the ceiling.
0: Come through the ceiling. I'm talking about jumping up and down, de- clumping around. I'm like, sir, what is you doing? Why is you so loud? What happened like, to sir, the training why? for the kids to be, the be, what is it? Kids supposed to be seen and not heard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, nigga, you don't even try to sneak out the house or try to sneak to the fridge. Why y'all walking so loud? You can't walk. I don't know. You know they can't
0: be. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. yo and in the next that it used to be in my household you coming running in the house what you not doing slamming the door behind
1: you thank you thank you these kids ain't po- no training
0: I'm talking about you post I'm talking about I would almost break my arm trying to catch the door okay trying to catch the door real quick so it don't um slam hard these kids here Bah ba ba
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that slammed the door so hard the door don't even close all the way okay you be like, the door pop back open from all of the oh I don't even know what's that called centripetal force Death.
1: <laughs>
0: wait not centripetal force I don't think that's the right word but still y'all know what I mean something, I don't even know what it mean I think that's actually the spin of the earth
1: <laughs> oh okay
0: I think that is Y'all don't listen. I'm not that type of scientist. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Oh my God. But yeah, Mandy, what's your next one? You go ahead and tell your story. I can't hear you. I can't comment, but it's time for the P. Go ahead. What's your next one?
1: Okay. So my next one is the unwritten rule is don't act like you ain't eight. Okay. It ain't nothing worse than when kids get to the house or whatever. And you know, it don't matter. Kids are going to embarrass you. Y'all, it's weird because I'm talking to myself. Like, I don't understand how people have podcasts and they literally talk to themselves. Like, shout out to y'all because that's a different level of insanity that I just don't understand. But then again, I guess you got radio personalities too, right? But anyways, back to my topic. So let's talk about it, right? So it's nothing worse than when parents, I know they fed their kids before they got to the house. I mean, before they left the house. And as soon, as soon as they get to somebody else's house, you know they cooking or whatever the kids up there drooling and stuff and they be like um baby you want something to eat and they be like yes ma'am yes ma'am and then they sit their little asses at the table or whatever and then what they do slop the food down like they've been starving like they foster kids y'all stop doing that because guess what y'all become adults and y'all do the same thing it ain't nothing worse than when you didn't went grocery shopping you didn't cook you didn't have everything situated and you got a meal ready or whatever and somebody stopped by your house or whatever, and you cooking one of your good meals, too. You ain't just cooking no fried chicken and some, you know, rice and gravy or some or some, some fries or something, right? You didn't cook a good fancy meal, you know, the fresh herbs. You got some expensive ingredients. And somebody be like, you be like, oh, you want something to eat? And they be like, oh, yeah, I'll take a plate. Bitch, this ain't no sharing type meal. If I got salmon and steak, you take your ass home, okay? I was offering because I'm a Southern belle, but you were not supposed to accept, okay? <laughs> I'm dead. niggas up here cooking scallops and shrimp and steak and and they offer you and you like yeah i'll take a plate that ain't for you to take
0: <laughs> that was not your meal <laughs> that was not your meal i have to comment because i heard you have a, a breakdown while i left you for three seconds okay <laughs>
1: shut
0: up I, oh, i'm talking to myself <laughs> oh, I'm so sad.
1: <laughs> First world he problems. You was alone
0: for 30 seconds. I can't. Well, I'm it. sorry, Ellis I won't leave you again. Well I probably will. I'm sorry. We I don't know how much time we got left, but I probably will. But you was talking about the the kids. The uh, I yeah, that,
1: yeah. The kids embarrassing their parents and acting like they ate all day, and then you become adults and you still accept the meals when it's not the appropriate time to ask for meals. <laughs>
0: Exactly, that is, and it's like they know they just ate. And this would be like, Really? No, get out of here. Don't be. It's somebody offering you that food? No, that's it. You got to see sometimes that you're supposed to say no. This is a different occasion than the gum, okay? The gum, that's for you to take. The food, the hard meal I just laid over, or some food you know I've been wanting to eat, no, that ain't for you. It's a no. <laughs> it's a no. It's a no, okay?
1: it's a no
0: stop doing it
1: please and thank you (laughs) I'm weak so what you got
0: so since we was talking about the social media highlights but I seen this in my own life and again unwritten rules I did not know that people would sleep on a bald bed (laughs) Like, sleep on a bed with no sheets. Now, y'all, I'm the laziest of the lazy, okay? So I personally, when I make up my bed, I don't put the fitted sheet on all the time, okay? Now, uh, yeah, I'ma just leave it at that. I don't put the fitted sheet on, but... What I will do is that top sheet, I'll make that like it's a fitted sheet. So I'll lay that on top of the mattress and then I'll just sleep up underneath my comforter. You know, I don't need to sleep up underneath a sheet and a comforter. I'm fine with just sleeping up underneath my comforter, but I at least put the, the full sheet down as a barrier. But mm-hmm. no, people is just sleeping on their bald mattress tops. I'm, I'm like, just a Like, I just don't. The bald mattress tops. What?
1: No. <laughs> no. Like, am I tripping or is this, no, is this not an unwritten rule? Yeah, it's just, it's not the work of the Lord. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me just say this. I'm not sleeping on no ball mattress. It's just, it's disgusting. And they already talk about how, like, it's so much dirt that accumulates just even when you wear sheets on your bed. So it's like, no. It's enough for me and my homegirls. Y'all, I'm going to tell you something. If I ever go to a nigga house and he thinks for a millisecond that I'm sleeping on a ball sheet, I'm walking the fuck out, okay? I'm not doing that, y'all. We got to we gotta do better with ourselves. Like, y'all, you're going to bring the whole outside on your mattress just to lay there? Those, That's how bed bugs are still here. You know, bed books should have been... Completely extinct by now. But no, y'all nasty asses <laughs> is sleeping on ball sheets, on ball beds. Right. And that is why we are still here dealing with bed bugs. You can prevent bed bugs by stop sleeping on ball sheets from walking outside and coming and laying directly on your ball bed.
0: Right. And that's even, you You brought up a whole nother one We talk about, like, first of all, people who put on outside clothes just in their bed regularly. So that's the first level, right? So you outside clothes on your sheets. But imagine outside clothes on the bald ass mattress bed. Like, y'all. That's that's different levels, okay? That's a whole different like that's how you yeah, that's how you end up with bed bugs ingrained in your full mattress. Like you're correct. And it's probably that's but why? Like, this is what I had a problem with, the unwritten rules, and understanding why people don't follow the unwritten rules. It's why. Why? <laughs> just... why? why? The major question is why. Like, what is you doing laying on your metric stop? <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, y'all,
1: like, gotta, y'all got to do better. Like... I-
0: got a mattress cover on top of my mat that's how Correct. serious i am i ain't never even seen the top of my mattress okay never never never, never. <laughs> i got a mattress cover and then on top of the mattress cover i'll put my sheet and then go from there but folks it's just balls to the wall on top of the mattress just laying and lurking
1: yeah and i just i'll never get it like y'all yo, oh okay. you know what what
0: I wonder if these. I wonder if these people put um,
1: pillowcases on. Girl, no, got their whole face. <laughs> they only wash it, and you know they're not. You know they not rinsing off their face either, honey. They just sitting out there, just ugh. Ugh, I'm ugh. completely dead. And honey, for me because I'm old school, I need a fitted sheet and I need a ruckler sheet. Okay, like oh, you, see, here you go. I'm gonna
0: be a millennial. I'm not doing that fitted sheet, but go ahead with you. With your, with, go
1: ahead with what your needs are. Yeah, I may not can fold uh fitted sheet correctly, but I still need it <laughs> on my bed. <laughs> Now, they need to – somebody needs to come out with um, affordable sheets that actually um, – fitted sheets that fold correctly. They need to have, like, a guide or something, some arrows on there to teach me how to do it correctly, easily, or just have a – you know way. Matter of fact, they need to make a square container that I can just stuff my fitted sheet into so I can place it nicely into my linen closet because it do be looking bad compared to the other stuff that's folded up. But, you know – it is what it is <laughs> okay another one that I think we need to discuss that's an unwritten rule so everybody know what a swig is right a swig mm-hmm. yeah like a little bit yeah it's like a little swig it's like you know you drink you take a little gulp right Yeah. it ain't enough to give you five gulps it's just like a one you know one and a half two <laughs> max gulps right well, with that, one thing you don't do is leave a swig of juice in a container in the fridge, okay? My homegirl was telling me, she, I was like, you know, she had started living with her boyfriend and I was like, well, how's that going? She's like, everything is good, girl. She's like, but I did have to adjust because, honey, she, she was like, he left a swig of juice in the fridge. <laughs> Sir, what the hell I'm going to do with a swig of juice? But for real, finish it. If you don't have at least 100 milliliters worth of drink left, <laughs> you just go ahead and drink it all, y'all. What I'm going to do with a, a one half a shot of juice, that ain't nothing to even clear my throat good. That ain't enough to give me a good taste. Clear it out. Because honey, I'm going to be upset if I get my mind right. to be like, oh, here goes some juice. And then I look in there and it's a swig left. No, you getting cussed out
0: you're correct it's just so disrespectful but it's disrespectful for anything imagine this okay you ready I'm I'm listening you get yourself out a bowl you fill it up with your favorite sugary treat such as cinnamon toast crunch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you get your spoon you put it in there you go over to the fridge (laughs) <laughs> and some dusty motherfucker has left a quarter of milk. <laughs> okay. Oh no. A oh, quarter no. of milk. <laughs> like I'm talking about not enough. It's enough to wet the first square of the cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. And then you know how when milk is low, it gets them bubbles. Mm-hmm. Like the end of the milk got the bubbles it at gets the a little end. The... Mm-hmm. Right. And so you done poured out two drips of milk and then bubbles.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> it just make you upset because you don't why would a you whole do it why of- but peep this tell me if this is an unwritten rule in your house i don't really look at the expiration date of the milk i just smell it is that an unwritten rule <laughs> yes yeah. well it's
0: like you gotta smell it because you just never know because i mean milk will tell you when it's bad okay
1: right milk Sometimes.
0: say hello don't drink me
1: Right, I don't care if it say that he has got two more weeks left. You need to smell that joint because, honey, it might be a little tart. You know what I am saying? So, <laughs> I feel like I always did the whiff test when it came to milk. Let me tweet us if y'all if that's the same for y'all because I need to know <laughs> what you got.
0: Yeah, I would say I would say that that's funny. That's yeah, the milk you got to one thing I was thinking about, and it's so funny now that I'm back home, like my grandma so I was raising my grandma, y'all, if y'all ain't know that yet and so my grandma is upstairs, she's like, she still has her own place, but she basically lives um, here with my mom and um, it's so, like, stuff that she taught me as a kid, like, I'm like, remember, like, do I still got to do this? Like... <laughs> You know? Because one of the big things unwritten rule, I can't it wasn't unwritten, but hell, she told us was saying we had to say stories when we wasn't telling the truth about something. Mm. So you couldn't say like you was lying. Like, oh you lied, you lied, you lie. You never caught <laughs> that word was not allowed. You mess around and get slapped in your mouth. And so you have to say, "Oh, it's a story, it's a story." And so, yeah. Other day, I was thinking, like, "Dang, can I say lie around my grandma now? Like, because I'm a dog, or is it still wrong?" No, I don't think you can say that though. <laughs> like telling <her> stories, you <laughs> telling stories.
1: Yeah, you can no. just say that's not truthful. I don't think you can just say you lied in front of her because I think she'll still have an attitude.
0: But here's the question. This is one of them ones that was like, why was this an unwritten rule? Like,
1: why we can't say lie? This is what it is. Like, right. It's the truth. Okay. <laughs> it's the truth that you lied. Okay. You lied. <laughs> but you, you lied. lied. But you know, it's just like, you know, they always somewhere trying to be demure or whatever. Just like it's still an unwritten rule in my grown age of I'm about to wait. I'll be 33 next week or whatever. It's still an anytime you deal with somebody who's older, you got to say yes, ma'am and no, ma'am. Like it's just understood. I don't care if you tell every old person in your workplace you call them by their first name, but when you home and you in the south, you saying yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Okay, it's just gonna Great. happen. And you look at people when you see somebody old or whatever, and they be like, oh, hey, John. First of all, John is 85 years old. You're going to mm-hmm. say, hey, Mr. John. Okay? <laughs> when you speak to somebody's parents, and let's say they explicitly told you, and y'all got that type of relationship, you need to put, hey, Miss So and so, or whatever, unless you got young parents. If your parent, if your folks got, you know, friends got young parents, that don't count. But like older parents, you need to put a "Hey, Miss Something" or "Hey, Aunt Something." You just gonna be coming around like you ain't got no sense, okay? <laughs> right? It just it just don't even sound right. And
0: this is so funny that you bring this up because it's like for me, I realized I was doing this with uh with my colleagues. So you know, I'm a doctor now, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and us doctors, we don't really go around saying you know like "Doctor Moore," or, you know, you just like. Like, my supervisor is Phil, so I just call him Phil, right? Like, mm-hmm. Dr. Levin. Um, but what I realized, though, for some people, I just can't. Like, my master's advisor, Dr. Suker, I feel like I'll just always call him Dr. Sucker, Like,
1: it's weird for me to call him Ben. Like, I don't know why. Right. No, I get it. Just like, it's just like, okay, for example, when we talking about our parents or whatever, like my homegirl, her mama name Yvonne, I'm going to be like, you know, when we talking cash through the text or whatever, it's Yvonne and Gladys and them. Mm-hmm. As soon as I see Miss Eva Hey Miss Evan, You gonna put that This in front of it Okay Cause she gonna look at me Like I'm stupid <laughs> I, I think the only Exception is your mom But your mom got a Young spirit though Even young So I, like, I feel like you try to Call her Miss Eva And she be like But why Yeah, I probably, like when I first met her, she was probably like, sis, you're not going to call me Miss Eva, because you know, Eva still, you know, she a hot girl, so.
0: Right, she be out here in these streets, okay?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy getting a miss in front of her name, okay? yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you got to go ahead and call that Miss Kathy. Let's like, Miss Valerie. (laughs) Miss Valerie. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I think that's enough of that. So, it's now time... For the science moment of the week. Oh,
0: science moment of the week. Hello, everyone. Dr. Moore here. So I am very excited. So last year, y'all know, there was the big, I talked about this a lot, the big was just like Black and X movement, basically, where there was a lot of disciplines in science who were having these um, weeks to amplify their discipline. So there was Black in chemistry, Black in physics, and of course, our favorite black and marine science and that's the organization i now run. but the weeks have started back up so it's the new year and people you know some people have gotten larger some people have gotten you know i've still doing the whole types of things but i'm excited that this week is black Botanist Week, so Black and Botany. And so those are the folks who study plants. And I would like to share with y'all. So one of the founders of Black Botanist Week, Black and Botany, is named um, Dr. Uh, Baronda Montgomery. And she wrote a book called Lessons from Plants. And I just wanted to read a little bit of the introduction to you all, because I think it's a great book. You should go purchase it at whatever you, wherever you get books. But I think it's just really cool to see how her as a black woman and as a scientist talks about plants. Mm -hmm. So here's story time. Okay. Imagine a life in which one's entire existence must be tuned and tailored to the changing and at times harsh environment, a life in which there is no potential for escape. This is the life of a plant. It is difficult for us as humans to comprehend this kind of existence. Although we usually stay put in the face of short-term adversity because we have physiological mechanisms to deal with minor annoyance like being too hot, sweating, or being too cold, shivering, If such conditions persist or become more extreme, we can choose to uproot ourselves and physically move to a different, hopefully better location. Plants don't have that option because plants are largely immobile throughout their life cycle. If they are to survive and thrive in dynamic environments, they must have a keen sense of what is going on around them and the ability to respond appropriately. From the very outset of life, Sensing the environment is crucial. Where a seed lands and germinates determines the surroundings in which the surre- the resulting plant will spend its entire life. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that was just so cool to think about plants in that manner and to mm-hmm. think about the connection that I think we just think about, oh, they're just there. Right. But like they're going through, they have, they have a whole ecosystem, whole environment, a whole life cycle that they just have to deal with stuff, you know, like whatever Mm -hmm. is happening, like they're not going anywhere. And so, um, again, I think this is a really cool, I think if you've never even been interested in plants, I'm personally not a botanist, but just hearing how she talks about plants is just, you can see her joy for plants and what they mean. And then they're so important to us just as humans, they give us oxygen, all of that things. Um, so, yeah black botanist week check it out on social media and if you want to learn more lessons from plants get it wherever you buy your books that's your science well
1: thank you dr moore
0: you're welcome plants are best plants are the best all right
1: and now it's time for
0: read it already
1: so this week um I wanted to share a post by username throw r a three nine four eight two T. And it was posted on yesterday, which was July 28th. So the sub the subject is, am I the asshole for refusing to let my mother-in-law call my baby a nickname? Despite us not agreeing, my baby's name is good. Almost six months ago, I gave birth to my daughter. And while I'm trying to keep out identifying information, I'll give the name so it can be as true as possible. You ready for the name? Yes. I named my daughter (laughs) Honey-Charlotte after my grandmother. It's the fact that we always say Honey. That's why I chose this. So, (laughs) (laughs) after my grandmother, I've always loved the name Honey, and I'm aware when she's older, she may go by Charlotte, but I've got an unusual name, and it's grown on me. My partner's mother has taken to calling Honey either Princess or Lottie. And honestly, I hate the name Lottie. And I've told her, if you want to call her Lola, Charlie, Carly, then it's fine. Me and my husband even occasionally call her Harley, which was ironically one of our name choices for her. I finally called her out on it, citing the fact that Lottie was the nickname of a family member that I've never liked it's led to this huge argument about how I've set Honey up for a a life of mockery and that Honey is a derogatory term for a woman and that she's going to hate me for this name and that Lottie is a completely normal name for a baby. Lottie was her mother's name. And by being upset and preferring a tacky, cheap name, I'm insulting her and my husband and my asshole. Um. Baby, you ain't an asshole, but honey, why did you just name your daughter Honey? (laughs) Right. And acting like ain't nothing wrong with it. (laughs) See? Honey's mother. Honey, child. Honey, why did your mama do you like that? Oh, my God. I ain't never heard of nobody name, honey. Honey, honey, honey. (laughs) Girl, we've been saying her name, honey, Charlotte the whole time, honey. So I'm just like, I guess it could be your government name, but I just call people that in general, like honey, like, oh my God. But listen, honey, well, I don't think that should be your full first name. Also, Lottie, that's a whack ass name. So, Granny, get out of it. This ain't about you. You got to choose your kids' names, and you did a bad job on them, probably, too. And so, you <laughs> need to stay out of it, sis. This ain't, look, this is their child, okay? So, let them do what they want to do. But, honey, I hate your mama called you that, but it is what it is. You can go by Charlotte later on. <laughs>
0: oh my God. It's just like, why? And it's just the problem is, is that she's trying to act like she ain't in the
1: wrong. <laughs> y'all both wrong. Y'all both assholes. That's what I, That's all I got to say about it. Because you had no business naming her what, Honey. And Lottie is not a better alternate, okay? Hate that for y'all, both of y'all. And baby girl going to mess around and turn around and throw, go up. And her name going to be Amanda by the time it's done. She going to change her name. She's not going to be going by Honey, I can just assure you.
0: It's yeah. not going to happen.
1: <laughs> you said you can get it short. <laughs> no. No. Because oh. I can see it now. Especially if she around any black kids who mama play Beyonce. They're going to be saying, honey, honey. Just like the song. Not Love on top. Yeah, it's 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 not going to go well. It's so a Mariah Carey called, uh, song called Honey. It's not going to go well for her. I'm just it's letting you know it.
0: that. You taste it's just like it.
1: honey. Oh, no, that's candy. Never mm-hmm. mind. It's not gonna go well. Sorry to this girl. It's not. Mm-mm. So what you got?
0: <sighs> All right. Where we at? Okay. This was posted by user Lowkiss Dash Spirit Dash <clears throat> Guy am I the asshole for taking a better job at the same time my coworker is leaving for maternity leave? I didn't go seeking a new job, but one found me. This job is the head of the department has better hours, no weekends, better pay by a lot and amazing benefits. And it's a nonprofit so I can get some student loan forgiveness after however many years. I'd be in a position to do a lot of good for an underserved population in my community and I'm so excited about that. But here's the kicker. I'm supposed to start around the same time one of my coworkers is leaving for maternity leave. There are only three of us at my position. Three people will suddenly become one and the workload will be nearly impossible. My boss is understandably pissed. He says I will cripple them if I leave and I should show some loyalty. Mm. I feel terrible for the timing, but why should I turn down my dream job when my co-worker will be back in 12 weeks? Everyone at work is making me feel like an asshole because we are already short-staffed and can't get anyone hired right now. But why is that my fault? And sis, that is the question that you need to take with you when you walk the fuck out of the door (laughs) okay it is not your fault okay okay (laughs) it is not your fault are you fucking kidding me walk the hell out like how dare this is how these toxic workplaces and environments clearly sis or whoever this person is is worth well more than what you're paying them and you want them to turn around a job turn down a job for for you and some loyalty for a job that they don't even want to do and aren't even getting paid enough to do. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Honey, this toxic work culture and this bullshit like this is going to end with us. Correct. Okay? Because when I tell you we will walk the hell away, good day. No, 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 no. Forget about it. Forget about it. Honey, you... Listen, Ellis, I took... I chose this for you
1: okay and
0: you know which event <laughs> you need to be gone before okay mm. walk the hell away mm. fuck these events y'all got waiting i don't care bye
1: yeah yes, i don't think you an asshole sis that's it because honey when i tell you they're gonna replace you as soon as they, as soon as you drop dead okay correct yeah and correct here's my thing please don't be waiting around for somebody with a chap because honey when i tell you all the exceptions are made for the people with kids and i said it and i meant that shit y'all just got a new STEMI check too you think we, correct and y'all chose them chaps and yet y'all my tax dollars going to that so i don't never want to hear about nobody saying oh i don't want my tax dollars going to student loan uh debt erasure why mine went to your chaps so but anyways back okay but anyways back to that let me tell you something, sis. May end up extending her pay leave off, okay? Correct. Because she's gonna choose her and her little bundle of joy over you. So, honey, every please, time, every single time, okay? So, baby, what I'm telling you right now is, fuck that employer and keep it moving. Tell my, hey, can you put your life on hold because a bitch? When I um, uh, leave, why? No, no. Get to
0: work. Hey, how about this? Boss, do your job. Put up a posting. Like, it sounded like y'all was already at capacity with the three people. Y'all was already pushing it to the max. So you should have been looking for another person anyway. Get it situated. That is not my problem. That is your job. Where HR at? Put out a post. Nah. It's a no for me. It's a hell no for me. Okay? <laughs> it, it's a hell no for me. And now it's time for what? Mandy's review of the week. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I don't know if I did this one or not. But if I did, oh, well, y'all can get it again. So um I think I did. Did I do the one about my foundation? Just go ahead and do
0: it, what which, which, which foundation is it? I mean, you be doing so much makeup stuff. Nars. Did I do that? Well. Yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe not. Do you got something else you want to talk about? You can talk about two things if you want.
1: You know what? It don't matter, y'all. Listen, the foundation is great. It looks shiny. I mean, it looks great on my skin. It's um by Sephora. It's $40. So please get into it. But one thing I will say is, so I used to get like cheap concealer, like Maybelline concealer or whatever. And so um, one of my homegirls told me to try the NARS concealer. Or whatever. And so I tried it, but, you know, I didn't want to spend the price. Because I think it's like $20 a tube. And it's like, ooh, for that last bottle? But, y'all, I tried it. And I'm going to tell y'all, it don't crease or nothing. And it makes a hella difference or whatever. So, y'all, please look into the NARS um, Soft Matte Complete Foundation if you have oily skin. And then also look into the NARS... um, concealer they only got one type of concealer whatever but yeah it's definitely oh yeah you did it's definitely good
0: yeah you did the foundation i just checked just checked you did do this one. i really you got something else you said what else
1: no the concealer i was saying we're going to use the concealer because it's really good so yeah my bad y'all my mind ain't good <clears throat> i'll make sure i have a good one next week or whatever so, so. we
0: could just do a quick what is good let's just for the girls what is the concealer for
1: So, okay. Concealer is for like when you're trying to do something with your blemishes. So like, okay, for example, some people have like dark marks under their eyes, like if they're tired or whatever. So like, say you have really clear skin or whatever, but you just have dark marks under your eyes, I would suggest mm-hmm. you just put a little bit of concealer. You can, like, apply with your finger you know, to just kind of make sure that it kind of blends in with the rest of your skin. Or, let's say you have, like, a scar, you know, like, um, hyperpigmentation or discoloration on, like, a, a, a portion of your skin or whatever. So, you put on your foundation, but that particular part of your skin is a little bit darker or lighter or whatever. You just put a little bit of concealer on there. It's got, like, a little bit thicker of a consistency, and it kind of blocks it out to make it, like, you know, blend in. So that's what concealer is for. It's for like discoloration and blemishes and stuff. Of course, other people use it for like contouring, but the main purpose is to conceal certain marks or whatever. So yeah, definitely look into it, girls and boys and days.
0: Yes, getting situated. Okay, concealer. Yeah, there'd be so many steps with the makeup that I'd be like, yeah, no, because they be painting little lines on their eyes and doing all of this and that. And I'd be like,
1: yeah, no, I'm probably not going to be able to do all of that yeah so um with that being said thanks you all for your patience i'll do better next time but timo yes are you rent ready you know i stay rent ready
0: so this rent, this is a lighter one of my rants but i found out something the other day and i was just like wow so maybe i don't know about this this about me but I absolutely um, love pickles. Oh. Like, I really enjoy pickles, you know, on a sandwich. Just, I'll eat a pickle plain, you know? Like, mm-hmm. a nice, what, what is it? Vlasic or Dill or, you know, whatever. And Mount Olive is the OG. Mount Olive, yep, yeah, there you go. Mount Olive. I You know, and it's like pickles. And I feel like when you go to eat pickles, you expect pickles to taste a certain way. And so because I thought this, I thought that whenever you went out somewhere and got pickles, they was going to taste like pickles. So Mm -hmm. y'all went to this, uh, it was a sandwich shop and got pickles on my sandwich. And I bite into it. Mm -hmm. And y'all, it was sweet pickles. Oh no! Sweet, <laughs> y'all, sweet pickles are for people who, first of all, like sweet pickles, and who want to go to the store. You know how the store, and you see stuff that's just there, and you're like, "Hmm, I would never buy it," but there's somebody who's gonna go here and purchase this. You know, like, there's just options for everybody. They just be making stuff to have it in surplus is what I decided. But at a (laughs) restaurant, at a restaurant where the public goes to get pickles on their sandwich. Correct. Sweet pickles don't belong there, baby. Okay. The only type of pickles that belongs there is the pickles that we know about. Okay. The pickly Pickles. the pickly pickles, okay? We don't want no additions like i my mind was blown. I have never been to a sandwich shop with not regular pickles, and the sweet pickle juice just fucked up the whole sandwich like I couldn't even fuck with like because you can't you can take the pickles off, but the juice mm. the juice is still fucking there, so I don't know if you own a sandwich shop, if you do something buying and purchasing for a sandwich shop. Don't order the no down sweet pickles. We don't want them. When we asking for pickles, we asking for pickles. Okay, that is
1: co- that's correct. Because like, what would a Chick Fil A sandwich be with a sweet pickle? Oh, could you? Could you imagine? I would die. I wouldn't, mm. We wouldn't. It wouldn't be a. It wouldn't be a Chick Fil A sandwich because we wouldn't know
0: about it because nobody would be eating it yeah. because it would be nasty. Sweet pickles don't belong mm. on no sandwiches, dog. Like I'm telling you, sweet pickles are for po- folks who go down the aisle and blow. Like, oh, well, let me just try sweet pickles. It don't go in mass mass production at restaurants. Somebody messed be, up. I, it must have been. And I, like honestly, like I really wish I
1: remember where I was at because it's like, what was y'all doing? What is this? Girl, I was so disgusted. Somebody messed up. Somebody messed that order up. They hit the wrong button, and they was like, hey, "We just gonna wait it out. Hopefully, nobody complained about it." But best believe, somebody probably called a one eight hundred number now because they was like, "Oh my god, y'all didn't change the recipe." I'm sure if you go on Twitter, whatever restaurant it is, they somebody didn't change the recipe. No, it's that that pickle juice, that sweet juice, mm-hmm. that sweet
0: pickle juice. Them no, that's not it. We don't want them, y'all. Please don't put them in the mass uh, production of sandwiches. We don't want them. And this was sandwich shops get away with murder because you know, we taking the sandwich wet right out the door. So you all the way back home or wherever you going, by the time you did open it up out of all the little paper, pulled it out. So the p- sweet
1: pickle juice then absorbed into the damn bread. Correct. And it's like, you know, we blindly trust those sandwich stops, like you said, mm-hmm. because my thing is you hate to be the obnoxious persons. And you see people do it all the time where they unwrap all these sandwiches in the car. And I'm just like, bro, that's just so unnecessary. But honey, sometimes you get home and you ain't got your cheese on your Whopper and you be pissed the fuck off so it's like damn i hate that those other people took an extra two minutes in the line to unwrap their sandwiches but i get it because it's just a sheer disappointment when you just know you have specifically dictated what you wanted and they did not do it and the fact that they verify your order and you still get up there and it is not correct when you get home you just feel so betrayed because it's like i trusted you and you gave me what fucking sweet pickles sweet pickles
0: that never belong anywhere near a sandwich. I don't know what they use sweet pickles for, but it's not for sandwiches. Maybe it's for some type of pasta salad or something they be making, but let me tell you this. It's not for the sandwiches! <laughs> like, the, the amount of heartbreak I had, like, I know I'm going on, but that was the sad bomb, me, okay? Like...
1: <laughs> no, I understand your grievance, honey. Valley, look.
0: In case Susie is listening, this is before the challenge, sis. (laughs) Susie, I ain't ain't had no damn bread.
1: (laughs) Susie, she been starving. Trace, right? Trace.
0: Oh my gosh! All right, now it's time for tweets that didn't fly.
1: (laughs) Okay, so on July eighth, I posted a very simple tweet. It Got two likes. Um, bullet points. With the greater sign, paragraphs. Okay? That's it. That's the tweet. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell y'all like this. The other week, somebody emailed me from my job, and they had put all these long-ass paragraphs talking about nothing. Y'all, I got ADHD. I did not make it to the end. Apparently, she had put a deadline, same-day deadline, and she put it on the bottom in the same (laughs) font. Let me tell you something, sis. I ain't see it. Okay? Because what you... (laughs) Listen... The most important stuff I have been taught. Even going to it should first of all, the subject line need to include something about it, and number two, it need to be in them first paragraph or two. Okay, you putting it at the bottom of the paragraph like I got that far. You stupid, and you um, should have put it in bullet points, and you need to highlight and, and bold it, honey. I am not the one; my attention span ain't gonna do it, honey. That's it. That's all. Uh, that's the tweet. But it's
0: so true. Like, <laughs> look, look, you feel like. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right it's just like what i think you like, put a more stop. detail
1: and it was so funny because you were I on the same page i'm gonna pull it up because i think this is your pin it was your pen tweet let me see you
0: yeah, was about to say should i change my tweet but it's not a tweet that didn't fly because that tweet i put it right as my um pen tweet you are correct
1: yeah i'll just go ahead and say because this is an unwritten rule really mm. hi i have adhd if you need to send me a long email parentheses try not to but it would help if you put Response needed by date in the subject. Use spaces at the three lines of text. Bold important dates and times. Highlight compensation amount. Thank you. Hashtag disability pride month. Hashtag ADHD and STEM. Correct. Mm. And that's so funny because I had, I had saw your two because yours was after mine like a week later. But it's the fact that this is an unwritten rule that your girls need to understand. Stop sending me long ass paragraphs. Bullet point me, sis bullet point me
0: bullet point me that's it we don't we don't <laughs> just bullet point me bullet point me Periana. piriana, piriana. honey here here go one i got one that i didn't tweet it's in my dress and this is what because y'all know i've been fighting the battle for so much battle so much advocacy but i know why some of y'all wasn't posting the salaries is the realest tweet ever mm. because y'all yeah, been doing this, making this whole movement in because they have people say, Oh, you know, they looking for diversity. Oh, can you share this with your colleagues? Can you post this job? And I'd be like, Oh, all right. What's the salary? You know how much they can pay? Because you know, black people, are usually underpaid. First of all, because we don't really know what the salaries are supposed to be. Folks been poor their whole life, so you give somebody some money, it's like, oh, wow, this is great. But then you find out, fucking months later, the white man getting paid double. So it's like, Mm. yeah, it was good, but it wasn't what you were supposed to be getting paid. You know? And so I'm trying to abolish all that. But then, honey, sometimes I'll get these salaries back and I'll be like, ew, no wonder you wasn't posting this. You looking for a whole PhD scientist trying to pay them $48,000? You can kick rocks. You can kick rocks, okay? You can kick Ooh. all of the rocks. All of them. <laughs> Don't even come over here with that because that's a slap in the damn face. <laughs> mm. Please.
1: That's all we're saying. Please get come correct, y'all. We in a whole pandemic, regardless of what y'all think. But here's the thing. Small business owners, y'all ain't been able to employ people for what? The past six months? Do something different. Do something different. Just like my, the folks I'm dealing with here, they mad because they've been posting this position in IT with this stupid dumb range. And they don't post it until the people, they don't even tell them the salary until they get to the second interview.
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: And it's disrespectful. And y'all done went through 300 applicants and y'all still ain't got nobody. And it's been over, it's been over eight months. That's because the salary is disrespectful. And I'm going to tell you like this, you wouldn't have had all them applications had you had put a disrespectful salary up there up front. Stop wasting people's time, y'all. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. And the last last thing I'm going to say is I just want to give some love and light to all the black girls who are out Mm -hmm. here protecting their peace, protecting their energy. You know, I'm sure you all are aware. What's going on with Simone Biles? And I send love out to her because despite you know these dad bods up here talking about she weak and blah blah blah, the fact that we all know that she's played with broken toes while passing a kidney stone and still slayed the girls in the past. The fact that she decided to first of all do something selfless and take herself out of it, out of the competition, so that her team wouldn't suffer, and still was able to get a silver medal. But also because she's dealing with mental blocks because they won't even you know, adjudicate her excellent performance level to the correct way, uh, in the correct manner. And what I mean by that is Simone is at a level 150. The rest of the girls that are level 100, she didn't did level 100 at the last Olympics. They won't even give her extra points for doing something that the girls can't even possibly do. Okay. So she's literally risking her life every time she gets up there doing the high level of stunts that she's doing. But regardless, sis said, listen, I'm, I'm walking away. I'm not doing this right now. I choose me. And you know what? Shout out to her for protecting her peace because that's something that I don't do enough of. And it's a lot of women out here, particularly black women. I'm speaking directly to you all, I'm not saying that it doesn't apply to other people, but particularly to black women. It's okay to quit sometimes. We don't talk about that enough. Guess what? Sometimes you can say, you know what? This is too much. Fuck this. Because some of you all have endured for far too long and you keep trying when you don't have the adequate resources, you don't have the support, you don't have people advocating and speaking up for you when you did everything and you fought tooth and nail for everything that you got. But sometimes you too get tired. So fuck these people. You protect your peace. And when you can take a stance, you do it. Shout out to y'all. And that's the mic drop. And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) All right. Well, I would like to thank our sponsors. Timo and Mandy. Hey, we all we got. We all we got. And I say nothing mean it full
0: of lint. But <laughs> we got. All right, y'all. But keep y'all, dangling. But y'all we
1: got. <laughs> Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, follow us on social media at we... D-A-N-G-L-I-N.